Love Talk Radio. Well, Dad, here we are again on Friday afternoon, 3 p.m., and uh, you and I have got some interesting conversations to have this weekend. It's Halloween. How appropriate, right? And uh, but today you got a good, you've got some wonderful things to talk about the Bible and uh, God and Jesus and and the Holy Spirit, Mr. Holy, and and all the angels. And uh, so, what are we talking about the Bible today? You make the stories come well, alive we, for me. I know you do. Well, we're going to talk about God because uh, the whole the whole world is tied up with God. God created this world, and uh, I love Him with all my heart. Now, what does that mean? I love him with all my heart. Every being in my body and fiber is about God. Well, what about life itself? Life is God. But uh, let's talk about God as he is. You know, he's a loving, compassionate, saving God. Loving? Right. Why did he let people die? Compassionate? Little babies die. Men die, women die, wars fight, and a compassionate God watches it all. But it allows us to live the way we want to live. He wants us to be holy. He wants us to be loving. And more than anything, he wants us to serve him. You know, I can ask people, do you serve somebody? They don't like the word serve. Nobody likes to to be served by God. By people or nobody wants to serve somebody else. You know, slavery went out of focus some time ago. But our God created life itself. He created man and he created woman. But he had no sin. He just wanted companionship. He wanted, W-A-N-T-E-D, he wanted companionship. So therefore he created Adam. And from Adam, he created Eve. He wanted to get companionship just to walk down in the garden. How you doing, Adam? Adam says, fine. And they fellowship, they talked. And Eve talked, and Adam talked. Everything was fine. You won't find it in the Bible because the Bible doesn't speak in terms of tomorrow and yesterday and, and how life goes on. But God created Adam and Eve. So he had fellowship in the garden. He created a garden, a beautiful garden. Had everything in it he wanted. In fact, it had more than they could stand because they partake of a certain fruit that they're not supposed to eat. When it eat that fruit, it opened their eyes, and they knew what evil, what sin, and what love is. They couldn't handle it. Okay. God set them out of the garden because he did not want them to live forever. Man cannot live forever in this. And life went on with God after he created Adam and Eve and put them out of the garden and put them to work themselves. Murder began to happen. Sin began to happen. God is grieved. What do I mean by Grieved. You've been grieved as somebody. I talked to my daughter yeah. today. <laughs> I talked to her, and she she's grieved about somebody. And we won't talk about that person. But she says, I just want to get a hold of them and shake them. But anyway, that's our God. He's a loving, kind, compassionate person. So one day, 
as God was surveying the earth. You know, God lives in a spirit form. He's everywhere. He has three entities, God, God the Son, and God the Spirit. So the God the, God looked across earth and he saw a man out there and he'd been called to preach or to prophet. His name was Jonah. And God said to Jonah, said, Jonah, I've called you to a witness for me and tell people about sin and tell people about me and I want you to go preach a sermon against to uh, Nineveh. Well, who is Nineveh? Nineveh was great capital city, right off the Euphrates, Euro, uh, the river Euphrates. And Jonah said, "God, you, you got to be mistaken. I don't want to go to that city. She meant the king would kill me, the queen would kill me, and the people are wicked. They do everything. What do you mean they do everything? They do everything, Father." You know, I I don't want to go there. They didn't say that. I want you to go. You order me to go? No, I'm not ordering you. I want you to go by yourself. I want you to go as yourself. I want you to go with a free will. I want you to go because you love me. You say, well, I may love you, but I ain't going to say it. What do you mean you're not going to say <laughs> What do you mean, John, now I'm not going to I'm not going to say, well, I'm not going because I don't want to go. God's dealing, <coughs> off the subject a minute, God's dealing with me about something that my daughter keeps asking me to do. That's to start a church. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to use the word church because I don't like the word church. There's too many churches. There's a lot of gathering places. And I'll call it something as gathering places. I'm going to ask you right now, and off the subject, if you know a name that I could call this gathering place, tell Terry, I mean T, or tell me my email, and we'll start. I want a name that they can remember, that people can be uh, happy to go to, and it's exciting and new. The name of a gathering place and what we'll call the gathering place. Well, let's back to Jonah man. Jonah said, God, I ain't going not but you're my servant I know but I ain't going anyway so Jonah packs his bag make sure he puts some Atlantean and some Maalox because we have an upset stomach and he heads out and he heads down to the porch he grabs a ship that's headed for Joppa and he got aboard Went down the bottom of the ship because, you know, he gets seasick. He didn't say it. The Bible didn't say he got seasick, but he did get seasick. And lo and behold, is out on the sea headed for the Joppa. And you know what God did? God brought a violent storm and threatened us to break up the ship. The sailors were afraid. And everybody began to pray to their gods. What did Jonah do? Jonah was down, down below deck and he was sound asleep. He'd fallen into a deep sleep. What was the kind you dream about? And they found him down there and they said, we kept calling your God to help us because we're going to perish. Jonah said, we're not going to perish. What's wrong with you? He said, I promise you we are. The ship is breaking up. We're dying and we're going to be cast a lot, cast out in the sea. We're going to die. 
Jonah said, what do you want to do about this? He said, I want you to pray to your God. Because I understand your God is a uh, God that knows everything. Jonah says, you know, don't make no trouble because it's my fault the storm has rose. A loving, compassionate God going to break the ship. Because Jonah has told him where he could go because he ain't going to Nineveh. <laughs> well, they got the answer. They did everything they did. They kept praying, praying, praying. And finally, Jonah said, I'll take one. <clears throat> I'm a Hebrew, and I and the God is the God of this world. So I'll tell you what you do. Throw me over into the sea. And dry and dry cut throat over in the sea, and I guarantee you, everything be all right. They were terrified. I said, "We can't do that." I said, "You're a you're a paying customer. You're on the ship, and you paid your fare. We can't do it." Jonah says, "Well, if you want to save yourself, and, and the sea's getting rougher and rougher, over in the sea." That's pretty nice of Jonah to offer his life. Well, they did. They threw him in the sea, and they. Oh. Seas caught down, and there was Jonah out floating in the sea, knowing he was going to die. But he said, I prefer to die than to go to Nineveh, because I don't want to go to Nineveh. Those people are crazy out there. They do things that uh, even Nancy Pelosi does. No. <laughs> they do things. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. They, <laughs> they do things that are un, that are really heathen. I mean, they have all kinds of sex parties and drunken parties and stealing and cursing and dynamites. And it's just awful. And so there was a run in the sea. The sea has calmed down. Then the Lord provided. Remember, folks, that the Lord provided. People can't understand that. But the Lord had made Adam and Eve. He created a world. Could he make a big fish? Is old, big enough to swallow Jonah? Well, if he could do all he had done before, it's easy to make a big fish. We consider the whale, we consider all, but I'm not going to tell what it was. Nobody knows. But God created a fish. The fish rolled over and swallowed Jonah. That's the reason he needed to make locks on Atlanta because he's down there in that nasty stuff. Oh, no Lord. teeth. I know, right? Yeah, huh? he was down there smelling that. He's in the tummy of the well, right? I always think, my goodness, that must have been some horrible stuff there. I didn't, I wouldn't have volunteered to go down there, Dad. I wouldn't have said, hey, I'll stay on the boat. No problem, right? So I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. But, yeah, that, that gets you. Don't you think? No. Well, Jonah, was, the fish was created by God, big enough to swallow Jonah. And there he was, down through his sock of a shoe to the stomach and all the acids. And that's the reason oh. he needed him. He had a bunch of melatonin in his pack back. See, he's running, running away from God. And he, there he was. Fish kept him for a while. John was fighting everything he could to keep alive inside that fish. He called out to God in distress. In my distress, the Bible says, I called to God. He answered me. From deep in the realm of the dead, I call for help. And you know what, folks? If you're in trouble, 
and you know God, and I hope you do, if you don't know him, call us and we'll show you how. When you're, when you're in the deep and you're in trouble, you call on God, and God will help you. When I say he will help you, did he take all trouble away? No, he didn't take all trouble away. Did he take Jonah's trouble away for the bit of the fish? But when he got out of there, where did Jonah head? To Nineveh. He called out in distress. From deep in the realms of the dead, I called for help. And he listened to my cry, and he hurled me away. And I, well, Jonah, the whale, after bringing all this Atlanta, Jonah crying for help. <laughs> The whale, the whale had an upset stomach, and he threw up through Jonah out. And there was Jonah on the seashore, covered in all kind of slime, speaking. So he took a shower, or bathed in the ocean. They didn't have a shower. Well, they did have showers at that time. He bathed in the ocean, got himself cleaned up, got himself right in me, combed his hair. He said, now, God, what do you want me to do? I said, I want you to go to Nineveh and preach. Oh, God. God said, if you want to go, we'll find a way to get you there. Joe said, no, I've been in the well. I'm not going back in there again. So just leave me alone. I'll head to Nineveh. And there he went to Nineveh. Nineveh was an absolute heathen city. It was a capital city. The king was there on the banks of the river Euphrates. And they had the city walled up, dammed, and everything. Nobody could get to. It was a great city. But it was sinless bound. You ever been to that kind of city? You ever been to a city where people do what they want to do, when they want to do it, and how they want to do it? The only thing they didn't do is revolt against the king. But they had parted to lower. I talked to a young man last night. It's in my study. And he said, Gene, you've done so much. Why are you here? I said, I love God with all my heart. But I want to have some fun. You know, the most fun you can have is with God. Listening to God and understanding God and doing what God wants you to do. That's where you That's where you belong. You know, I love God. And I, I have done some wicked stuff in my life. I mean, I have done what most people want to do. I've never killed anybody on purpose. I hope not. But I've done everything that you can imagine. And some of the things you can't imagine. I've been in airplane crashes. I've been three of them. But God saved me. What did he save me for? To do what he wants to do what God wants me to do. Right now, he says, start a gathering. That's the reason I ask you to help me think of a name that we can call this gathering. Well, anyway, Jonah went to this city and he started to preach. First person he preached to was the king. And you know what? The king was convicted. Convicted? Yes. The Holy Spirit dealt with his king and the queen and believed in God. In fact, he believed so much that he made the whole city fast, proclaimed God, etc. 
Next thing you know, the king kind of everybody go to the Lord. There was it, the Lord. Doing his preaching. Joseph should have been happy, right? I mean, here was a man that was preaching the word of God and the whole city converted. But John wasn't happy with that. <laughs> he just wasn't happy. Because he wanted he hated the city. He hated his sin. He hated everything. He hated the king. And then they were bowing before him. Not bowing, but were serving God. And he got mad. Really mad. What does a servant of God get so mad about? Because he was there telling the people what God's going to do to this city. <clears throat> God couldn't do it because he's a kind, compassionate God. Because he was doing, Jonah was doing what God wanted him to do, but Jonah didn't like what he did. What did he do? He converted his city. They loved him. They loved the God. So Jonah said, "Yeah, go in here. I told them that they were going to all die and go to uh, to what they call it. Uh, anyway. What do you call that? T is church uh, double toothpicks. H e double toothpicks. That's <laughs> where John. Good. <laughs> That's where John told I mean, that's where Jonah told they were going if it didn't convert. And the people converted. So Jonah got angry. I mean, he was wrong. He prayed to the Lord. Is this what I said to the Lord when I was still at home? That is why I tried to forestall plague to Tarshish. Tarshish in the city. And they knew by now, through his preaching, that they are serving a gracious, passionate God. God is slow to anger and abounding in love. And God forgives. Now, remember that God forgives. God can, will forgive you. If you look at God in the face, bow your head, Look out in the space, it doesn't matter, because God is a spirit. And God will forgive you of your sins. He sent his only begotten son, or his only one and only son, that whosoever should believe in him, the son, Jesus, will be saved in all their sins, forgiven. And where will they go? To heaven. When they die, death will no more torment a Christian our person believing in God. So that's what God is, a compassionate, great, gracious and compassionate God. He's slow to anchor. And Jonah said, I knew you were going to do that, God. You are going to forgive them, and, and I feel like a fool. You ever felt like a fool? I have many, many times in my life. So Jonah withdrew himself. Withdrew? Yes. He said, God, I must, Go up on the hill and I'm going to sit. In summertime, it was hotter. Blue days. Blue day, the evil here today is rain and it's cold. And, but anyway, Jonah was there on the hillside under the blazing sun. And he's pouting. You were pouting before. Well, Jonah was yeah. pouting because God did not do what he said he was going to do to the city because they converted. And he's a kind gracious and loving God 
So God looked down at Jonah, his servant. Was he happy with him? No. But he had, but the Jonah had done what he said after he'd been in the fish. So God made a plan. He, Jonah went to sleep there under the sun. No shade tree. God made a plan go up. Miraculously overnight. Jonah got up the next morning, stressed, did what he had to do. Said, where'd that plant come from? God said, I made it. You can have it for shade. When you get over your pouting, we'll go on about our business. But right now, you know you got to pout some more. So Jonah was absolutely disturbed. So he said, I just got to plant down. I don't like this plant. Folks, remember that God is a loving, compassionate, forgiving God. There was, Jonah was out of the belly of the whale, if it was a whale. There went to a city, he pushed his heart out. People were saved, people converted, the king converted. And Nineveh was well on its way to a glorious time. But the prophet, Jonah, was mad because he had said, this is going to happen in the reverse of it because, why? The people converted back and they converted to God. And God was a gracious, I'm going to say this time and time again, God, God is a gracious, loving, compassionate person, entity, not a person. Because God is a spirit. God is in it. Jesus was a spirit and the Holy Spirit. There's three three entities in God. God the Spirit, well, God, God the Spirit, which is the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is God. And there are the three entities that got this city converted. And they were so converted and so convinced that God spared the city. What did the prophet do? He got mad. Because what he said was going to happen, what didn't happen. And he went up on the hillside and he pouted. Have you ever pouted because you didn't get your way? God does looks at us in many ways, many kinds of life, and they and God says, "Why are we pouting? Why don't we follow what He says do? How many of you follow God? How many of you know God? Know God in a personal way? You know, if you know God in that personal way." You will never die. Oh, yes, the body will die. But your soul, part of God, the part of your soul, the part of your body that has a soul, your soul will go straight to heaven. There will be with God forever. How many want to go to heaven? How many didn't want to go in the cherry closet? I forget where she is, double toothpick or something. But uh, how many of us don't want to go that? Don't want to go there or sulfur is where we're burned for nine days forever and ever where the holy uh, the, uh, the devil the prophet the false prophet will go we want to go to a heaven where God is we can if we turn to God and we say I take you Father all you have to do is I, all I have to do is believe in Christ believe what he did and we become his servant. And his servants will go to heaven. There will be in the glorious 
sunshine. I think T described God as a bright face. How do you say it, T? What does God, what does God look like? Dad, when I when we, I was with Jen that day, I told you he had on this beautiful robe. It's very simple, but it also had like it was white, and it had like symbols on it, and and his face. I couldn't see the detail. It's just bright. It's like beautiful, bright. I couldn't see like the eyes or anything like that, but it was beautiful and bright. I'm using those words, but what I saw was amazing. Don't you think? I, I that's what I saw. Yep, because. In Revelation, with the Bible, in Revelation, it talks about the new heaven and new earth. And we don't need the sunshine. We don't need it. that golden sun that sets up in the sky and gives heat, gives all the warmth in the world. God is in that city, and God is light. The thing that light he talks about, God will be the light. God is the greatest thing that you could ever think about. And that's who I serve. And that's who I want to serve. And I don't serve him. We become his soldiers. We become his army. We tell people about Christ. We tell people about God. Is God happy with that? He'd be happy with me if I'd say I'd start this gathering. But I'm wrestling with it. I hope I don't go in the middle of the wheel. But anyway, I am wrestling with it. If we can laugh, I want to, but it's terrifying. I need to start a gathering. How many of us started gathering with me? I can have a podcast and people come and listen, but God wants to be at one place and have a gathering and then still have the broad podcast. But I pray for you and you pray for me. I don't want to end it right there with saying that God loves you, God is compassionate towards you, and God will save you. And you'll be with me forever and ever when I die and go to heaven, because that's where we're going to go when we die. Our soul is first, and God's coming back to earth to get soul. That's all I'm going to do, T. That's all God, that's all I can do. Take it away. Well, that was a great, that was a great story. I liked it. I didn't realize that Jonah was, uh, he got, went up and pouted. I pouted a lot, <laughs> usually when I'm getting my way. I mean, come on, we all have. That's cool. Um, so, but God said, he's like, I love these people. They, 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 they turn to me. That's amazing. What a great story. Thank you. Um, I, that gives, it gives, gives hope. really does. Because, you know, I, you describe God as like, uh, loving and forgiving and, and, he didn't want to hurt anybody. He's like, hey, passionate, yeah. He didn't want to hurt anybody. He says, hey, they did. They did what I asked him to do. And uh, the only one that was left out was Jonah, his choice, right? So, um, yeah, good, good, good story. I love that story. Anyway, I, you know, I'm going to end it like this, too. It's like my father tells some stories that makes, makes everything come alive. And uh, thank you. Once again, I'm going to say thank you. Anyway, it's Halloween. So we're going to say happy Halloween and keep it safe and, and have fun. I know a lot of churches, a lot of uh, neighborhoods are doing different things rather than putting the kids and letting them go out uh, for whatever reason. Anyway, thank you, Dad. I enjoyed it. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. And uh, we'll see you next Friday. Dad, that good? Next Friday, same bad time, same bad channel. What do you think? Thank you. Same time. Different story.
Go, yeah. All right, Good. see you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>